Alan Alda's great. It was just his birthday yesterday. Oh, how old is he? 165? Yes. Yeah, okay. That sounds about right. Oh, no, 164. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're aging him by a year. Yeah, so that means he was born in 18 what? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm not you good do, at my you math. Do the math. Yeah. <sighs> that should be your new segment about the episode that we're on. You do the math. <laughs> What would it be? Uh, you do. Hey, you do the math. And it's, you kind of. Look, or is it more like you do like happy? I feel like you're like a tough eighties kid. You, do the, you do the math. It's like the, um, what was the dog's name? The D- McGruff. The crime dog. <laughs> yeah, do you like- know that when you said, what's the dog's name? I was going to say McGruff, the crime dog, knowing that was the wrong answer, <laughs> like to be a dick. And that was the McGruff. The crime dog has nothing to do with math. No, but he is an 80s. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what would you call Like a, a mascot for Yeah, he things. was like supposed to be like Kojak or something. Yeah, yeah. So I literally thought you were going to talk you about. you do the math as a slogan for some kind of 80s. I thought you were going to bring up some like math dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I was about to say McGruff the crime uh, dog yes. being like, that's definitely the not it. The famous math dog. Yeah. You know. Pepe, the famous uh, math Pepe. dog. Pepe. <laughs> Yeah, Pepe is definitely a different mascot. <laughs> Squares. The math dog. Squares. Does he have like square eyeglasses as well? Yes, totally. Mm-hmm. Squares. Mm-hmm. Squared. Squared? Squares. Because he's square and he is square. Foil, the math dog. You get it? Foil. Oh. That's a good one. First outer inner last. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could never get that. It was good. I was really good at math, but. Ugh, of course. <laughs> what weren't you good at, but... Rachel? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, peek into the window of dealing with Rachel, because that's the answer. Nothing. <laughs> well, the thing is, I wouldn't let you know if I was bad at Nothing. something. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Mel Torme, the Velvet Fog. From the singer, I'm the singer Mel Torme's big fan uh, of mine was uh, Judge Harry Anderson from Night Court. <laughs> oh, I watched Night Court when I was a kid. Do you it's remember he show. had loved Mel Torme? I mean, I, I was the like Velvet Fog. very young, so I don't really remember a lot of the details, I would say. Mel Torme was like in an episode once. He played like Judge Har- Harold T. Stone's guardian angel. Ooh. It was the Mel, Tor- the Mel Torme. The Mel Torme. I should watch uh, some more of that. Night Court? I don't think it's available anywhere. Mm. I remember like trying to watch it because I wanted to see the pilot for something. Mm -hmm. And I had to watch it, I believe, on YouTube. Oh, I've been, I was going through Cheers, but I had to pause because now I have to watch all these shows for my class. Your writing class. Yeah. So I have to watch all the shows that people are going to write their spec scripts for. What kind of shows you watch? So I watched all of Insecure. Uh I watched some of Ray Donovan. (laughs) Hey. Ray Donovan, my brother Ray Donovan was over the other day. Yeah. <laughs> he was fixing something. Somebody got <laughs> shot in the head. Ray Donovan was over here. You know who watches this show? Moms. 
<laughs> Mom's fucking love. Also, I don't know what voice I'm doing. I don't know. It's one of the brothers. They're all Donovans. They're all named Ray Donovan. Are they from Boston? Is yeah, they're I'm, from is Boston. That what I'm doing? Yeah. yeah, I guess that's Boston. Boston, my brother Ray Don and, Donovan. And they're of, of course into boxing. The family, of course, like my mother loves that show. Yeah. So uh, isn't it like violent as fuck too? Like my mom likes it. She like loves it. I've only seen the first two episodes because they're like an hour long with no commercials. Right. And then I just kind of skimmed what's been going on and I might just watch the last season. So you're in up. a writing class and, so, and somebody's writing a Ray Donovan? Yes. And it's a young woman with blonde hair. So it's not just comedy writing. No, it can be anything. Interesting. But you have to, you had to choose what you wanted to, to write. The guy who is our teacher is a comedy writer. He uh, wrote on um, Weekend Update for years mm. under Dennis Miller and um, Norm MacDonald and a little bit of Colin Quinn. What's his name? Uh, Jim Mandrinos. Mm, I don't know. And then uh, wrote on Roseanne for a while. Oh, that's my favorite show. Yeah, and some other things. Um, so he's like big into comedy, but not everyone's writing comedy. So, so far we've had Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Insecure, Ray Donovan. Hey, have you seen my brother, Sully Donovan? <laughs> Sully Donovan. Wouldn't he be Donnie Donovan? Donnie Dollar Donovan. Donnie Donovan, Sully Donovan, Ray Donovan. <laughs> Luke Donovan. And then like Smokes Donovan. <laughs> Ratchet Donovan. John Voight Donovan. is his dad. Yeah, I know. Mickey Donovan. Oh, Mickey. Fuck Mickey. Mickey. Jack Donovan. <laughs> Did I say Sully Donovan? Yeah. What is this voice I'm doing? I don't know. I'm not sure. You tell me. You're the one who's doing it. So yeah, so those ones, uh, gotta watch Blackish. Save tonight. Oh, that's so pretty good. I watched though. the first few episodes of the first season and then I just jumped to this season. I feel like I didn't really miss anything. Well, you're not gonna watch 70 episodes no. of a TV show because some fucking <laughs> I did watch all of Insecure from Bayonne is right in a yeah. blackish. Yeah. Some schmuck from Park Slope decided they wanted to write a fucking Ray Donovan. <laughs> and uh, Bob's Burgers, that's the other one. So I've, yeah, well, that I've one you seen, know. you know, I've seen a lot of these shows. So I'm so, trying to work my way through the ones I haven't seen. Got it. Cool. Um, I started watching Succession with my parents. Oh. Um. Yeah. Yeah. People love it. Yeah. Have you watched it? I have not. Yeah. So I, and I think that someone might be writing for it. So that's why I was like, let's go ahead and start it. I know that it's a show about unlikable people and I don't have time left time in my life to deal with shows about just people I hate. Yeah. I don't really like unlikable people who likes unlikable people. I know, but I guess but it's like, well, you like want to see Frasier, comeuppance, but I loved like Niles and Daphne. You, you don't know? like Frasier the show. Well, Frasier Crane, the person. Oh, I love he's the Frasier the annoying. show. Though. Yeah. I think Frasier's funny, though, because he's full, so full of shit. Yeah, yeah. That's why I like him. I mean, this that's kind of like what Succession is like, though. They're yeah, but, idiots. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I haven't seen it. Maybe I'll watch it someday. Listen, I don't know what the future holds. I'm Mel Torme. I was talking about it being really funny, and my mom looked at me like I was crazy. Well, I've heard that it's supposed <laughs> to be like, pretty this funny. This is funny, though. It's weird, but it's funny. I haven't seen a show since I died. Oh, two days ago? Mel Torme. Yeah. I don't know when I died. <laughs> uh, so what are we doing? Oh, uh, Mel Torme. That's mm -hmm. me, the Velvet Fog. They called me that. Something to do with my voice. I'm going to guess he died in 19... I was going to say 83, but then he would have been on oh, my no. court. No, yeah. Much later than that. But 2005. I think it's probably 1999. 
I'm gonna party like it's 1999. Do you know that song, the Prince song? <laughs> Not I'm that version to of it. <laughs> like it's 1999. By the way, he died in 1999. I did not know that. June 5th, wow. 1999. I did not know that. That's because you're you're you are him. Right. So that's you right. Know. You're right. Yeah. No, that is true. I so you forgot that I was actually yeah, I forgot that you were him. The great Velvet Fog himself, Mel. Torme. So what happened to Mel Torme? That's a question in Google. I'm going to party like it's 1999 years old. He didn't live to be 99 years old, though. No, he did not. Who among us does? Only some. Betty White. Mm -hmm. Is she 99 now? I believe so. I believe she just turned 99. Oh, good for her. God bless. Uh, we're not here to talk about Mel Torme and Betty White. Oh. Are we? Is this a different show? I th- I was about to get into our whole thing. But oh, yeah, but we before we get into it, we have to shout out to some, some of our great broomheads. Oh, my goodness. The Deepers. Guys. When we asked for a t-shirt design. Oh, God. We didn't expect to get not just one, but two t-shirt designs. And then for one of them to be sent in the mail to us. Yeah. What? This is amazing. You, you guys tell, are amazing. Tell us about uh, our, our broomhead, our friend, the design, the one who sent the thing. Oh, the yeah. Internet. So we got an email <laughs> from a broomhead whose name is, I'm going to not pronounce this right, so I'm sorry in advance, Matia. Um, I knew someone with that name, and that's how she said it, so... I hope that that's right from my dance place. Matia. Um, that's how Mar- that's how Marco's dad would say your name. And she made us she she mocked up some wonderful Matteo Hey Page t-shirt designs. Oh sorry, could you say that? Hey, Page. And look what he's wearing. Oh, he's wearing a puka shell necklace. He is wearing a puka shell necklace. Hey, Pitch, just I was just like great, thinking I'd get like a sweater that has that where like the zipper goes like just down the front, like to, oh, right to my zip. chest, like a quarter zip. And then like I wear like a fun, uh, um, like a mock neck. And then like I'd wear like a fun puka shell necklace on it. You know hey. what? I will say that he is doing the Jordan Catalano lean. Yeah. It is hey, a very Pitch. sexy lean. Hey, Pitch, check it out. I'm going to decide. What do you think about me? Like, leaning like this. <laughs> She also got to see uh, Jake Epstein's sister, Gabby Epstein, in Little Shop of Horrors when it was on the boards at Stratford. Right. I saw Little Shop of Horrors on the boards of Off-Broadway last night. Mm-hmm. And you did- babysat my son. It was great. But not with Gabby Epstein. No, it was with uh, Sutton Foster's husband. Christian Borle. Christian Borles. I only know this because we just looked it up. <laughs> and we also have to shout out, oh my goodness, you mm-hmm. know, you, you, you got broomheads and then you got... Broomheads, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. got that t- the the top notch broomheads, and you mm-hmm. got like all oh, the broomheads are so great. We love them. You know all. what? Also, with how much we're saying broom, I was very surprised that your son didn't know the word broom last night when I when we were getting. He said he needed to sweep with the sweeper, and I was like, "It's a broom." Oh yeah, <laughs> he's not even three years old. Rachel. I know, Give but he knows break. so many words. Yeah, well, he doesn't know that one. Don't shame him. Let well, him- no, but I think that like. You know, you should really be promoting brooms in your house. Ah, fuck off. So anyway, uh, the broomheads, we got uh, our broomhead, our friend Alana. Mm-hmm. She went above and beyond the call of duty here. Oh, my goodness. She yes. made us, screen printed us a Maddie O t-shirt. We're going to take pictures of it. We'll put it, on yeah. the, put it on the Instagram. She sent us, she sent us the design and then said, 
I can send you some, uh, I can send you each a t-shirt. And I was like, oh my God, that's so nice. Thank you. Thank you. Please, mm-hmm. please do. We'll, we would love it. After all, I did put a call out for t-shirts <laughs> and Alana, uh, Elena, I'm sorry, Elena abided. And, and, and not only did she send us one t-shirt, she sent us like a gray t-shirt with a, hey, pitch, Maddie O in the middle of it. Then she also made a second t-shirt that is yellow and blue, the Degrassi colors, mm-hmm. which is like fucking awesome. So, guys, this is Elena. Elena is the best. She has an Etsy store <clears throat> that you, she makes like, uh, she makes t shirts on her Etsy store, but she also sent us these notebooks. So, she makes like uh, paper stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her Etsy shop is etsy.com forward slash shop mm-hmm. forward slash, this is it, random ink graphics. R-A-N-D-O-M-I-N-K-G-R-A-P-H-I-C-S. In case you, I don't know, not everybody yeah, can spell yeah. everything, you know? Random Ink Graphics. You did a good job. Go to this Etsy store. There's so much cool stuff. In there. There's a lot like a lot of like Riverdale stuff, if you like Riverdale, which is pretty great. Just go to it. Mm-hmm. Elena, thank you so much for these t-shirts. Thank you. We're going to wear them until the armpits get holes in them. That's what always happens to my t-shirts when I wear them. Just the armpits? <clears throat> it starts at the armpit. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then yeah. like, you know, I'm going to wear this thing until I'm dead. Mm-hmm. And maybe. After? I'll get buried in it. <laughs> if I die young, maybe you had to pick an outfit to get buried in. Put me in my Mario t-shirt. If you, if, had to, if you had to pick an outfit to be buried in, what would it be? Uh. I would wear my Hey Page yellow and blue mm-hmm. Mario t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Then I would wear a <clears throat> sweater with a quarter zip, mm-hmm. uh, a pair of shorts, flip-flops, and a puka shell necklace, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would probably wear low-cut <clears throat> jeans with a visible thong. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> so, Mattia. Mattia? I said Mattia, Mattia. That, but I'm not sure, so I'm sorry. Elena. <laughs> We salute you, Broomhead Nation. Is, we shouldn't be allowed to pronounce people's names. I know. Elena wrote us a beautiful, lovely card wherein she phonetically uh, spelled, her, spelled name. her name, and I still said it wrong the first two times, <laughs> like a fucking schmuck. But we love you guys. It's so cool. Like we, It's okay. When you have a last name like Ikniowski, you just get used yeah, to people not saying it. <laughs> My college graduation, they didn't pronounce it right. It had a pronunciation key on oh, it. Oh, really? What did they say? Oh, I think we've talked about this. I can't remember oh, exactly. I thought you told me what it was. Yeah, it was... Um, Itchinawuski? Yes. You yeah. told, you told me. Sullivan. They said salt. They were just like, I can't read this one. It's Sullivan. <laughs> Smith. Um, it's crazy to think uh that once a week, you know, as we try once a week, we mm-hmm. sit in this room and like do this thing and then people actually listen to it and like make stuff. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's amazing. So thank you so it much. It is not lost on us how cool that is that we got packages in the mail with rad t-shirts and stuff so <clears throat> live it up we love it thank you so much yeah on to the on to the business on to the business on of to this the business. show we are here at uh degrassi episode 419 mm-hmm. which is the 77th episode of degrassi but because there's like been so many two-parters and a lot of different stories we call this the 65th episode of the degrassi uh degrassi the next generation the name of the episode is moonlight desires moonlight desires mm-hmm. is the great and wonderful Canadian songs, songbird <laughs> Lawrence Gowan's song. 
<laughs> who, when I watched the music video, I thought was a woman. Rachel. <laughs> what is your favorite Lawrence, Lawrence Gowan <laughs> song? Check it. I found out that he played in Sticks much later. <laughs> I also found that out. So the fun Because we about, both read his Wikipedia we were like, what? Um, Did you go to his website? I did not listen even to Moonlight Designs. Uh-huh. So I want you I, to look at this, read his, this is his current website. Should and I read, read it? Read it out loud. As my webmaster of many years, Moxie Web Design since 1999 has decided to retire, we have decided to also retire my official website. With the evolution of social media over the years, my he has right. My website has become redundant. You can still see what <laughs> I'm up to through my Facebook page. I think he's pretty famous in yeah, in, in, in Canada. Canada. Yeah, but I tell love, us about him, Broom. Has I love f- his little like uh, cartoon version of himself. Yeah, it him reminded too. me of us. For our, our deem. So you didn't answer. What's your favorite Lawrence Gowan? I don't know any other than these ones. So which ones? Which ones? Uh, this one. Okay. Moonlight desires. Moonlight desires. Oh, my desires are like the moonlight. It's always shining so bright inside my head. Is that how it goes? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Um, I watched the music video for a few minutes yesterday, but I had to keep scrubbing forward because I didn't really know what was. I was like, this is taking forever to get to like a chorus. But I definitely thought it was a woman. I don't, I didn't listen to the song, so I can't even tell. Yeah. My, this is how the song goes. My name is Lawrence Gowan, and I'm here to tell you all about my moonlight desires. What do you think his moonlight desires are? Is he going to start naming them? Is that how the chorus goes? One. It turns into a rap. We could have lots of fun. Step two. Duke is on the block. Oh, man. I don't know why Lawrence Gowan's tickling me right now. I don't have a favorite Lawrence. you to keep looking his name? I rachel this. I was like, I don't fucking, I'm not looking this up. I've never even heard this song. I thought it was like, apparently it was like very catchy. I like the idea that he introduces himself at the beginning of this. Good evening, everybody. I'm Lawrence Cowan. I'm here to tell you about my moonlight desires. Oh, the moonlight is so bright. It, it, shows it all shines his desires. and lets me have sight. Shines on his desires. It shines on my desires. <laughs> like never get in flat tire. <laughs> I mean, that's something I desire when it's yeah, dark out. I don't want to get a flat tire. Oh, Lawrence Gowan, evidently, this is true. I did look at the Wikipedia page briefly. Mm-hmm. He was a disciple of the great director Studs, Suds, Sutherland. <laughs> The great Canadian TV director, Suds Sutherland. No, he did join Sticks in 1999. Because, like, I guess they kicked out their lead singer, and the guitarist from Sticks was like, This guy's great. And he, like, put him on. This is like how I knew the guy, a guy who was in Pulp, but who was in, like, a much later version of Pulp. And he used to be the president of their fan club when he was a kid. <laughs> well, that's like when Rob Halford left Judas Priest. He's back with him now, thank mm-hmm. God. But, like, when he left, they, like, hired. A um, they made a movie about it. They hired uh, the singer of uh, Judas Priest cover band to like fucking be the singer of Judas Priest, <laughs> and they rock star with Mark Wahlberg and, and yeah. uh, Jennifer Aniston. That's what that movie's about. Oh. oh, the moonlight desires I have make me feel so tired. You should see the side eye that Daisy's been giving you. <laughs> 
She doesn't like my singing. Apparently not. She she's like a fucking hater. She doesn't like Daisy. Doesn't like Lawrence Gowan. No, she doesn't like Moonlight <gasps> Desires. Lawrence Gowan. Should we spend any more time on him, or are we good? Oh, he's the best, man. I love I love all of his songs. Moonlight Desires, Daylight Dreams, <laughs> Thunderstorm Quandries. I was trying to think of something good, and I just... Morning Magic. Yeah, Morning Magic is pretty good. Dawn Desires... Oh, Desires is already one of them. Yeah. Dawn uh, Interests. <laughs> Afternoon <sighs> Manifestations. There you go. It's a B-side for sure. <laughs> oh, I got these Afternoon Manifestations running all through my head. Oh, yes, they... <laughs> Like the, the church choir song. <laughs> well, Lawrence Gowan, God bless. I'm sure you're rich, so you don't give a fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> How many numbers of these episodes did you say we've gotten? This to? is the 77th episode, uh, but for us, it's the 65th episode. Wow. So yeah, we're we're almost finished. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe there. those t-shirts i can't they're believe they're sitting those right next to us all these t-shirts I, I can't wait we gotta it's put amazing them... i've done some screen printing as well um and it's not it's fun it's easy it's i was gonna say it's not easy um to get things to look just right yeah it looks yeah. great they look great. great i can't wait to wear it on my chest yeah that's where you that's what it. she said uh, <laughs> jesus christ sorry i've been watching too many sitcoms lately <laughs> And Ray Donovan. <laughs> I was having a conversation with my brother, Sully Donovan, the other day. <laughs> oh, man. Moms love that show, Ray Donovan. They love it. Does your mom love it? No. Does your cool. mom also watch Blue Bloods? No. Does she watch CSI's? No, nope, 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 nope. She's I remember not she a liked big... Homeland. Yeah, she's more like a cable uh, show person. Oh, okay. I th and Grey's Anatomy. She fucking loves mm. the shit out of Grey's Anatomy. I think like my mom did watch Blue Bloods at so at one point, mm -hmm. but I think like got got over it. Yeah, yeah. I like Blue Bloods. You love Blue Bloods. I've never watched Blue Bloods. It's pretty good. I yeah, pretty <laughs> I have the show. script for the pilot in my class. In my oh, notes. I wish one of those kids was writing blue. I always, I think they're all kids, but they're probably grownups. Yeah, they're all adults. Who is the oldest person in the class? I don't know. It's hard to say. I feel like everyone's kind of around the same age. I would have thought the Ray Donovan lady because so many old. People she doesn't like look show. old though at all. So like, unless she just had a lot of work done. What's her name? Karen. Flo. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, it she's is. the best. <laughs> But she looks like she's like my age or younger. Cool. I don't know. I should check her hands and her neck. That's how you can tell someone's age. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Do you feel like you're going to make lifelong friends in this class? No. Okay. <laughs> One of the first classes I was walking out or the second class and a couple of them were all talking about the improv classes that they took. And I was like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> and then, but then this last time I was chatting to two people and we were having a nice conversation about Barry. Uh, so we're back with a Marco episode. Hmm. Yeah, we are. <laughs> right. <laughs> what I found really odd was that two episodes ago, Marker got shunned from the euchre table for his bad hair, and he had bad hair this entire episode and was the star of the episode. They made fun of his hair, too. At one point, yeah. Jake Epstein made fun of his hair. How big it was. <clears throat> yeah, this is a, a Mo 
America Marco episode. Uh, he is uh, he's trying he's like setting up this blood drive for yeah. the school. Yeah, student, he's taking the bull by the horns. President. Yeah, as yeah. student class president. Yeah. Also, we've talked about this. Uh, Alex, it's just like, is their friend? I don't understand. And she's like making jokes and they're funny. Alex also involved in the Rick thing. I know. (laughs) Cause our, our B story as we'll get to later is about the fallout for Mike Lobel Mm -hmm. and Shane Kippel. And she is just like footloose and fancy free with all these new cool friends dancing around with a a mascot mascot head on. What's the name of the Degrassi mascot? Pete. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Pete. Pete the tiger. <laughs> Pete the tiger. I thought it was Ooh, a Ooh, they really show. Oh, yeah, I had to. That's a, I didn't notice it when I watched it yesterday, but now that I've seen it twice in the background, I've noticed that they really stick. Uh, Amanda Steptoe. Yeah, Spike's uh, Ooh, oh, blood draw. I um, don't give blood. Not that I don't want to. I just, I'm not a good donator. <laughs> um, I don't have good veins and it freaks me out and I almost pass out when I have to get blood drawn for medical things. So I'm not going to then pump like over a liter right, out right, <laughs> it's just right, not right. gonna work for yeah. me so i don't do it um major props to the people who do it's a wonderful thing mm-hmm. people need blood it's a um, wonderful life with sully <laughs> it's a wonderful life oh oh <laughs> that's the song from the what movie. if mel torme sang that I don't really know. I don't know how he sounds at all. I think it's like a, Hey, I'm Mel Tome. I'm here to say I got moonlight desires. Is that what velvet fog would be described as? I think so. So velvety. Velvet desires. So they're, they're at the blood drive and getting all serious about, uh, their hopes and dreams. Marco was telling everyone that he wants to graduate a semester early so he can move in with Dylan. (laughs) Marco was like, yeah, I really was hoping I could uh, graduate early. Yeah, and everyone's like, wait, you want to leave us sooner and go to the other part of Toronto where Dylan lives? Are they all going to stay in Toronto? Toronto. Toronto, you're not supposed to pronounce the second T. That's what I heard. Toronto. Some, I saw, saw someone tweeted, like, if you pronounce the second T in Toronto, you're not from Canada or some shit. I don't know. All right. <clears throat> sure. Marco, uh, yeah, he is trying to... <laughs> I just keep doing it like I'm going to do Marco's <laughs> dad saying it, and then I don't do it. I keep going, Marco. <laughs> your face gets all red when you do it, too. I feel like you're going to have a hernia. <laughs> oh, God. So, Stacy Mystician, uh, Caitlin Bryan mm-hmm. is Ryan. Caitlin Ryan. Caitlin, Bri- Caitlin Bryan. <laughs> uh, she's coming to Degrassi to film a human interest story about a hometown hero. And that Marco. hometown hero is Marco. Just the audio file when Pat does that is like it's off the charts. It's off the charts. Oh, come on, oh Stacy Mystician, I'm gonna come to your school and do a video about you and Marco in the dealing and a page. <laughs> So Marco is like, I'm going to do summer school. I'm going to do whatever it takes to graduate early. And these three unlikely friends around him, Craig, Ellie, and uh, Alex, I I feel like they just are randomly pulling people to be friends with everyone every episode. They're like, yeah, we don't want to pay everyone this week. So we'll just get you guys. Yeah, this was like a ragtag (laughs) group of like people. Yeah, it was very odd. Um, And they're all questioning him wanting to do that. They all do circle around Marco, though, because Craig is obviously very good friends with him. Ellie's mm-hmm. like his best friend. Mm-hmm. And Alex is his 
is vi- VP, yeah, so she's so like it, it makes new. sense. It just seemed like they're the only people we see in this episode out of this group. So like it lo- really looked like they were trying not to pay anyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um. So, I. Marco's like, you know, he sees Dylan. They drive up to school. They make a whole mention of his bee fear again. Like, I like how this is. Oh, they did. Do you think that he's going to die in a my girl kind of way at some point? I hope so. (laughs) Because the bees, they bring up like every couple episodes, I feel like. The thing about this show is like, it's great. I love it. It would have been better if like every one of these characters died. (laughs) But like. Not like but close to each other. Interesting ways. Yeah, like six feet. Like the great ending for this show would have been six like the feet six under. feet under ending, and we see how they all die. Marco <laughs> gets eaten by bees. Alex gets kind of like sick. a final destination, maybe of sorts. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. So the beef yeah, here again. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, he's gonna go to a party with Dylan later, and he's excited. You know, he's thinking about his future with Mark, with Marco, with himself, with Dylan. <laughs> he's thinking of his future with Dylan. We're not even drinking tonight. I'm already messing up the words. No, we're not drinking. I got yeah. so my liver got so pickled on the Chris Jericho's Rock and Rager, how much uh, did you Rock drink? and Wrestling Rager at sea. Did you ever stop drinking? Yeah, 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 yeah. To sleep. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I didn't drink really in the morning or the day, but like by like mid after, late after, not late. What's what's late afternoon? 4.30? Yeah, I was drinking by then for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mid-afternoon, I would say. Three? I would get like a, a like a pina colada at around 3. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 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 I was on vacation, you know. Anyway, it was mm-hmm. a great time. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah, there was a lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling. A lot of rocking. A lot of drinking. Mm-hmm. A lot of eating. What did you do out there? Um, those things did you also have to do other stuff yeah it's not interesting to the broom heads i don't think but <laughs> listen it was a time if you if you like wrestling you know what is what am i gonna tell you go on the trip don't go on the trip i don't know so what who cares you know when mm-hmm. fred mm-hmm. Armisen does joy bayor <laughs> <laughs> so we're so yeah so Marco goes inside and he, caitlin mystician is in there and she's gonna do the story on him Mm-hmm. But like one of the big things is she wants to get video of Marco giving blood because he put the whole thing together. Mm-hmm. She's interviewing uh, Principal Lockus. Principal, I believe this was Hot Sue Lockus. I think so. I mean, she might have been plain. And she might have been. I'm pretty sure it was Hot Sue Lockus, though. Okay. But it could have been plain. I'm not 100. They're so similarly looking, even though yeah, one's hot I know, and one's I know. plain. You'd think oh, it's hard to tell what is considered plain, yeah. you know? And yeah, because. Plain it, to some people might be someone else's hot. That's true. It's all subjective. Mm-hmm. So, Principal Hot Sue Lockus, I believe, mm-hmm. was talking to. Do you think they take turns like the Olsen twins did for playing Michelle Tanner? Double, double toil and trouble. Yeah. So they like are never, you never see them at the same place at the same time. No, I think. I think if you saw them enough, you would know which one was hot and which oh, one was plain. Okay. So I think it's mostly, I think Principal Lacus is mostly hot Sue Lacus. Mm-hmm. So she was talking to Stacy Mystician, who was giving her all this credit. She was like, you inherited this school that just had a shooting and you managed to turn it all around. And she was like, oh, no, 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 no. All the credit goes to Marco Del Rossi. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. And Marco was like so excited. So then Caitlin was like, listen. We need to get footage of Marco giving blood because this was his jam. Mm-hmm. And he's all excited about it. And then a nurse comes up to him, Nurse Davis, and says, pulls him aside quietly to tell him that he can't give blood because he's gay. Yeah, because he had, he had answered. sex with men. Yeah. 
By what man, I mean Dylan. Yeah. Dylan, are you having a sex with, with a Marco? <laughs> I also like how that hasn't been addressed yet. And we're like, no. whoa, they're having the sex. Naka, naka, Marco, are you having a sex with the Dylan in here? <laughs> you put the tube sock on the door handle. I brought you pizza. <laughs> And then Marco was bring pizzas or something. He probably did. And then Marco's like mad because he's like, well, I've only had sex with Dylan and he's only had sex with me, but like, he doesn't know that. So Alex is like, well, stop crying about it. You got a camera. There's your soapbox. Mm -hmm. Go do it. And he goes there. He's like, I want to let everyone know that Degrassi is discriminating against gay, uh, students giving blood. Mm -hmm. But then they, but then, the nurses, but like, it's not just Degrassi; it's everywhere. <laughs> but is that still a thing? Though? I don't know if it is, but I think it was recently. Like I don't, I, I don't know if it's. Um, I was shocked by it. I was like, "Is that that really happens?" Yeah, no, it's a thing. Yeah. Well, I guess this is so long ago. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, it makes you sense. can't if you've had sex with a man in the last twelve months. Even now, mm-hmm. it has Shut to be over up. a year. Mm-hmm. Don't they test the blood? I mean, yeah, but I think that because it can take a while for HIV to show up. Heavens, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But also but, assuming that all gay men would have. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. That's gross. I don't love that. Anyway, here we go. This is heavy bones now. Now it turned heavy bones. Yeah, it's not like permanent <clears throat> deferral. Right. But he but was not. Yeah, in Canada and the U.S., men who have sex with men can donate blood with a temporary deferral. What does a temporary deferral mean? I don't know. Men. Men who have sex with men. <laughs> Such a weird yeah. clinical. If you, are you a man? Do yeah. you have sex also, with another man? I, you if, can get a temporary also, deferral. If I have sex with a man who has sex with other men, I also have a temporary deferral. I mean, but what if you have sex with a man who has sex with like a thousand fucking men? Like people have sex, yeah. they get AIDS, HIV. Sorry, excuse yeah, me. and some people just don't let them at all. So if you're bisexual, you also can't donate blood. That is something. That is uh, that is yeah. interesting. I didn't know that was a yeah. Thing. But have all the heterosexual sex you want. I and know. Give all the blood you get want. Get out of here! You kidding me? You kidding me? Max always says that to me. He goes, <laughs> "You kidding me? You kidding me? What do you? What is he saying about? Um, you tell him what the weather is. A lot of times, if I'm like. Purposely, like, be joking around. Mm-hmm. You like question. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so he gets he he does this interview and and then he leaves the school because because he's trying to he's very upset. He's very upset, and he's trying to get in touch with the dealin, and so he just goes. He takes uh, uh, a tra- I don't know. Does he drive there? This a could, train could not tra- matter less. Train. Does he take a train? A train. Toronto. Does he take a, tra- a, tra- a train, train in a tra- Toronto? A Toronto train. <laughs> yeah. Toronto train. Uh, he takes the train. I don't know if ta- what. Who can? What am I doing? Toronto train. <laughs> <laughs> to see Dylan. He goes to Dylan's fucking school, mm-hmm. and he walks into Dylan's room, and Dylan's making out with another no. guy. What? And then Dylan runs after him and he says, I love you, but I want an open relationship because I need to sow my wild oats, right? That's what he said. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what Dylan said. He said, Hey, man, I have to, s- hey, Marco, I have to sow my wild oats. My wild oats. 
Every like uh, featured actor in this show gets Matteo's voice from here. Yeah. On. Who's gonna sow your wild oats? <laughs> so yeah, so he's upset. Yeah, but first he like plays it off like oh he has to think about it or something. Mm-hmm. So then he goes to talk to his ragtag group of uh, his pals. Yeah, yeah. and then they have a great little conversation at, at- the bus stop. Yeah, Alex is like, um, my boyfriend is cheating on everybody. He's like, pro- promiscu- prom- promiscuity? Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? Promiscuity. Uh, it's a guy thing. Mm-hmm. And then... Craig uh, was like, well, Amy was part of the reason why that oh, spread. Oh, right. And then everyone was like, Craig, I wouldn't talk since you were dating two girls at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then Ellie was like, it's just a human thing. I think that Craig actually said that. Oh, Craig said Yeah. That. Craig said, I think it's a human Craig thing. Craig described Amy as equally trampy. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. Uh, so they all decide to go to the party at Dylan's still. The super college party. Yeah. yeah. Super duper college party with a bunch of gay college students. Yeah, so they're at the college party. And at, in the middle of the college party... Uh, uh, Craig's like, Hey Marco, it's eight o'clock. And Marco's like, Shh, everybody be quiet. My seg- my high school segment on the news is on. And he puts the show on and they show Caitlin Ryan's like hometown heroes bit. And they, they've cut out Marco, I guess, protesting or like saying bad. Saying yeah. They've they only kept like about, you know, the good of the, having the blood drive. Yeah. They really sugarcoated the whole scenario. Mm-hmm. So Marco's feeling a little bummed out. He's, he's with Dylan. He's like kind of trying to make it work, I guess. Yeah. And then Dylan like walks away to some guy who has a bunch of kamikaze shots for everyone. He says, we're toasting to summer with kamikazes. <laughs> he said, I'm, I, you'd think that I'm doing like, that is how he sounded. That's how he kamikazes. sounded. <laughs> and they were all in test tubes. Oh, bye, Daisy. Chest tubes. Chest tubes. Chest tubes. <laughs> so then uh, Dylan goes away and he like does a kamikaze and Marco's like, I got to make Dylan jealous. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate. I was going to ask you, yeah. do guys ever do this? I feel like women do this. So it makes sense to me that like in a, in a gay relationship, one of the Why, men would do this. you think gay men are, are basically women? Is that what well, you're Well, no, saying? not necessarily. Um, I think dudes totally do it. Yeah. 100%. I'm going to make her jealous. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like less uh, um, admitting it, mm-hmm. but I think they definitely do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah. think it's a lot of like, re- I think sometimes with dudes, because they're so like fucking emotionally unavailable, mm-hmm. uh, it's not so much I'm like <laughs> I'm going to make her jealous like with another like woman necessarily, but it's like I'm going to like ignore her and like make her like miss me kind of thing. Ugh. Incels, you know? yeah. I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know everything, Rach. You don't know all of it? No, I don't no. know at all. Okay. Yeah, so then he talks to a guy named Matt? Mike? I kind of missed this part. Oh, did you hear what he said, though? No, I <gasps> missed it. Because I we're watching it on the TV, and I just saw that, and I was like, I did not see this. Oh, you got to hear it then. Hold on. Marco. That's why I was surprised you hadn't seen it. I was like, I was so ready for you to just oh, feel like man. that guy trying to do your bid. Yeah, that guy oh, is a Michael. that guy is like a fucking boring oh, he's ass. So milk lame. Toast. He looks like someone who was on Glee. 
Yes, he does. Yes, he looks like someone, uh, uh, a guy on Glee. Corey Monteith? No. Yeah, but like less attractive. <clears throat> Rest in peace, Corey Monteith. He was the best. Um, so Marco thinks he's making Dylan jealous, but Dylan sees it and he's like, cool, man. Mm-hmm. Right? He like yeah, yeah. gives like, him like right, a nod yeah. and he's like, oh, go get Mike. Yeah, but I don't think he knows. I don't, maybe he does know that's what it is. Oh, I think so. Okay. It seems like he knew what was going on. Gotcha. Um, so Dylan gets pit. I mean, Dylan, Marco gets mad that Dylan isn't jealous. Mm-hmm. So Marco and Craig are sitting and talking and Marco's like, oh, I can't go down there, but I should go down there. Um, and Craig's trying to make him feel better. And he's like saying to him, like, you're, you're a little short, but that adds to your cuteness. Yeah. Um, but then he has a little bit of gay panic for a yeah. second. If I, I'm not gay, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, if I, I am, yeah. de- I am like, not, if gay. I were a woman, wait, if, if you were <laughs> a man, what? Oh, nope, not gay. Yeah. Um, and then Dylan comes out and Marco panics on the opposite end of the spectrum and then kisses Craig. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It's yeah. cute. Like Craig gets like annoyed, but isn't like super. Annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Craig, Craig said, so when you're in doubt, you kiss Craig. <laughs> yeah. You kiss Craig. <laughs> it was a sweet, funny little moment. It was funny. I liked it. I liked that. This whole uh, scene between the two of them. Yeah. Gay panic too. and all. It was yeah. Okay. It was I liked funny. it a lot. I like Craig a lot. I like Craig a lot, too. I really like him. I think it's not just my cameo bias. Oh, by the way, I'm supposed to do that cameo. I forgot to do it. You I'm gotta go- do it I'm gonna literally do it. after this recording. No, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. No, because you said that the last time. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it here. I'm not doing it in front of you. I gotta think about it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna text you about it then. Tomorrow. Okay, you can text me about it. Um... What? Uh, where were we? I'm sorry. Where were so we? we're after the Craig Marco thing. Yes. I don't really remember what happened after that. Oh, so Marco, so Dylan sees Marco kiss Craig and then he leaves. Marco chases after him and Dylan also does not care. He's like, he's like, well, Dylan, weren't you jealous? And Dylan's like, it's Craig. Like, I don't think like that is anything other than I know what you're trying to do. Yeah. So Marco's like, listen, I, I actually, this was pretty great because Dylan was like, I need, I can't give up my freedom right now. And Marco was like, well, listen, dude, then I can't, I'm I'm not going to do this to myself. And they break up. Yeah. Pretty unceremoniously. It was, it was like, you know, just kind of how people break up, I think. Yeah. So. Um, then he goes to <clears throat> Caitlin Ryan's show. Hometown Heroes. Yeah. The Caitlin with, Ryan show. With Caitlin Ryan. Very mysterious. And he asks her about why the segment was cut or if they're going to air it later. And then she kind of explains also that like she's mad that that stuff gets cut. Yeah. She was like, I'm sick of AIDS being treated solely as a homosexual disease. Yeah. That's what she said. Mm -hmm. And, and Marco said me too. And so, uh, then Caitlin said, well, do you want to go to Africa this summer? (laughs) It was like, it was like, (laughs) it wasn't, it was a big leap. Like, and he was like, yeah, I guess I'm going to go down. My plan's changed. Well, yeah, because he's not with the D-E-E-E-E-E-L-E-N anymore, so mm-hmm. he can... He can, he can like, finish school in a normal time frame. But it was like a real leap of like, well, you're interested in this. Well, I guess you should just go to Africa. And I'm... Con- Why were they in Africa? To, like, educate people with AIDS? about AIDS, I don't I know. Some kind of volunteering with AIDS. They didn't go into the details about it. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. this is also what people, this is another like, oh, AIDS, let's go to Africa to fix it. Like, this is just as bad as like, oh, only the gays have AIDS. Right. No, it's very true. It's like, it's yeah. very true. So he, Marco, I, Marco, you're going to go to Africa and take care of the AIDS patients. <laughs> it's funny. I read this book last summer called The Great Believers. That's really good. It's a fiction, but it, the main plot of the story is a, uh, a group of gay men in the eighties in Chicago and like, like 82 to 87 and kind of like, you know, AIDS becoming a thing, all their friends getting infected, a lot of like sneaky behind the back people sleeping with other people and then passing it on to their partners and stuff. And it's like, I can't even imagine what that must've been like. Yeah. Like how scary that. Yeah. Because I mean, AIDS seems scary to me growing up, but like I was removed from the actual infection part of it. Yeah. the scariness of like this thing spreading so fast yeah, and, like, and no one knowing what it was right. and like how to, how to do anything about it. And it really must've felt like, like a fucking, like the end of the world kind yeah, of a thing. Like yeah. what the fuck is this d- disease? Like that's spreading, yeah. that's killing people. Yeah. Crazy stuff. So I guess go to Africa and figure yeah. it out more. Yeah. Marco, you're going to, I'm going to be a pack of your suitcase with the pizza. Yeah. And now, you know, like. <laughs> I'm gonna pack a you see the case. I'm gonna pack a food suitcase with the meatballs. <laughs> Linguine. Oh my god. <laughs> Am I gonna get in trouble? <laughs> Am I gonna get in trouble for this? I mean, I've been doing it for months. for a very long time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think that like you know, 35 years later, AIDS feels very different. It does feel very different. But yeah. gay men still can't donate blood. Yeah. Regularly. Crazy. Fucking crazy, man. It does it's feel funny different. That you, I knew that was a thing. I'm surprised. Um, I thought that was a. I don't know. I did. I mean, fact. I, I never. I guess I just never. But thought it's not something it. you. Yeah, it's not something you're thinking about. Unless Degrassi is bringing it up in a very yeah. important episode. Yeah. A very yeah. special episode of Degrassi. <laughs> yeah. Hamadical, you got the suitcase. I like this like uh, snacks table at Caitlin's office at, at Hometown Heroes. Mm-hmm. And he oh, because he's a hometown hero because he like saved Degrassi from from ruin. Yeah, with a blood drive. Yeah, with a blood. But I think it was like also Miss Hatsulak, Principal Hatsulak. Oh yeah, post uh, shooting. You know, he like set up dances and that was like this school year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done a great job. Other you than, come here. You're gonna go to Africa. You got to get your shots. Other than preventing Alex from dumping that stuff. Of Rick, which caused the whole shopping <laughs> to happen. Alex, Alex is just home free. These other two jamooks oh are running around suspended. And I think that the writers on Degrassi forgot that that's what happened. I do too. Honestly, because <laughs> what was her? She like spilled the shit on him, right? She put that up there for them. So like, she didn't plan it, but she was an accessory to the crime. I should be on Law and Order. You should. You should. We Shiler Stone over uh, Marco's satisfied face because he's going to go to Africa. Mm-hmm. Yay, Marco. A Marco, come over here. I'm going to make you a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the the next part, what is it that we're doing next? The beat. Oh, <laughs> is that what we're doing? Yeah. Why didn't you do it with me? Because <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize you were doing it. Well, you were trying to get me to say it. Yeah. What is it, though? Habiest, why do you not do it when? Why are you making me do it by myself? Habiest, fine, not too late now. You're done. It's about a Marco's best friend, the spinner. Spinner. 
you don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> so uh, it's a spinner. The B story is about the spinner. All right. <laughs> NJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got and Hatsu. Uh, Hatsu Lakas. Daphne. Principal Hatsu Lakas is coming out and she's making her the school her own. <laughs> I feel like she's not a good principal, but like she just seems so harsh now that she's principal. But maybe she's just turned into Dan Woods. Gavin, I can't let you back into this school <laughs> unless you do something for me. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Spinner is uh, expelled. Yes. He's, He's a- working at. The Dot Marie Jones. He's still at the Dot Marie Jones. Jay is just hanging out there because he's also expelled and yeah. has nothing better to do. He's got nothing going on. They're just he's hanging. Got some out. cool glasses though. They just hang out at the Dot Marie Jones and Spinner's uh, giving. He's like um, waiting on these bird watching ladies, and I think the the main lady <laughs> is. I'm not even kidding. I think it's got to be Stacy Mysticians mother. She looked just like her. Oh really? Did you notice? I that? didn't notice that. Well, I did. Yeah, we should look up after the IMDb of this episode. <laughs> we're toasting to summer with kamikazes. <laughs> the bird ladies were much like uh, the gay party. Yeah, the bird ladies had <laughs> the bird ladies had a dog there named Baby Bear. Oh, yeah, who cares? <laughs> so, they wanted lemon in their water for yeah, free. Yeah. So basically, this is like Spinner trying to like not be around Jay, but having no choice because Jay is the only person. Jay kind of getting that. Mm -hmm. There's a little sliver of kind of starting to like Jay a little bit in this episode. Yeah, Jay is redeeming in this. Yeah, it does look like Stacey Mystician. Um, Jay is more redeeming in this episode. I mean, not at first. It takes a little bit. I'll look at Baby Bear. Yeah. Um, But Spinner's at lost. Like, Jay, Jay is lost in a different way, but Spinner, like, doesn't know what to do to turn around this bad train he got on. Very good point. And... He is going to Hatsu and asking her what to do. He shows up there with a potted plant mm-hmm. to give her. Mm-hmm. That's all. Bribering. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, and what was his initial question? He was like, if. Well, like how he could get back into. I don't think he realized the seriousness was of like being expelled. Yeah. Like, you know, he still has his books and she's like yelling at him for still having his books. Right. He's supposed to return them. She's, oh, he's right. like, well, how can I keep up with this? Cause I think that he sees it as like, he's forced to do this, but then he can come back and it'll be fine. Yeah. Cause right. He says something about, I've been keeping up he with my textbooks. He wants to take exams. Right. And she says that you can't sit exams. Right. Got it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I'm going to lose my whole year. And she's like, well, yeah, kind of. But also like, you're not coming back to this school either. Yeah. But she, then she brings up summer school. This was a little bit like confusing to me. Yeah. I was a little confused about, I thought when you're expelled, like you can't come back to that school. So that's what I thought too. Um, so I'm not really sure how he could come back later that year. Um, well, no, I think it's like, I mean, not well, the next year. Yeah. Next school right. year, but later that calendar right, year right right okay gotcha, yeah like gotcha. it's like literally a few months from now like would he really be able to come back from that mm-hmm. like he just got expelled also mm-hmm. um yeah i don't understand how expelling works because i wasn't expelled and no one in my school was no but also you feel i feel like you would go to another school yeah but i guess if it's than, it is like kind of in the middle or even towards the end of the school year yeah it's so harder. maybe that's why it's like no dude you gotta you're gonna have to do this great again somewhere yeah, else. even though he's almost done it um which is interesting yeah so he's really mad and hatsu lagas he throws the potted plant in the in the garbage can 
Mm-hmm. And she's mean and. And she's not that no, she's, she's mean not, but, but like she's very firm she's not her. but she is kind of not wrong like i no. understand her position she's like you know a person a kid's dead as a direct result of your bullying mm-hmm. it is true yeah we know that spit a speed's heart is bigger and in the right place but she might not no exactly um <clears throat> so then he's really upset about it yeah and he sees Jay trying to steal his bike. Yeah, he's trying to steal a bike and kicking it. And he's like, it's my bike, goof bag. He calls him a goof, goof bag. bag. Um, so like, then... Then he's like, he's, he's like, he's trying to like not hang out with Jay. But then at this point, he's like, well, I guess Jay's all I got. Yeah. Also, like, do their parents care about any of this? Just, that's so bizarre. I was wondering about that. Well, I feel like they don't have the greatest role models. Yeah, probably not. But they also don't really talk about them on the show. Yeah. So it's hard to know. Um, so they decide to sneak back into school. Yes. Um, and they're gonna like prank war the school. Yeah. It like starts off. They like stay in a closet. Oh, and then like everybody leaves and they come out and it's like, they're playing basketball and toilet papering the Mm -hmm. gym at first. Mm -hmm. And then they start looking through the yearbooks Mm -hmm. and Jay's like, Oh my God, I hope I'm not in this thing. And then spinners paging through his, he's in so many pages and he misses all his friends. He really does. He misses Manny and Paige, especially he looked at Paige's picture and Jimmy and and Hazel and the Hazel. All his friends. He's so sad. And the JT even, and maybe a little bit of the Kendra. Oh, yeah. Was Kendra here in the season? Probably not. His parents can't be that bad, like Kendra. Yeah, I know. It's very strange. So Spinner's like, fuck this, and he grabs all the yearbooks, and he's going to burn them and burn the school down. Yeah, and this is the first time that Jay is like, bro. Like, he's like, I mean, also, Jay doesn't want to go to jail for it, which he says, like, we will go to jail if you do this. But he points out, he's like, this isn't how you're going to get your friends back. Yeah, he calls himself, which made me feel bad for him. He goes, as your friend's substitute, yeah. uh, I felt a little bad for him. Uh, I'm just Jay's telling fine. you, this Remember is not Remember Jay's whole gang? I don't yeah, know. They're, no, they're just know. not hired by the show anymore. But no. Yeah, they're all gone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's my bike, goof bag. I like his tiny glasses. Mike Lobel. Mike Lobel. I bet you Mike Lobel can fuck. <laughs> Look at the way he's holding that fence. He just seems like a guy who knows his way around a dick. Yeah. Knows how to work his <laughs> dick, you know, really make it work. What do you think? Or he's just playing. Out of everybody, he seems like the one who probably fucks the best. I mean, well, they make that impression on the show. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he gets a lot of blowjobs, right? Was he bone? I mean, I don't know. Maybe both. Maybe both. Um, Equally trampy. So, yeah, equally trampy. (laughs) So he, yeah, he talks Spinner down. He's like, dude, you're not burning the school down. Get the fuck out of here. Let's go. And he does, Mm -hmm. ultimately. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Gavin shows back up to, oh, Earlier when he first meets Hatsulakis, she says something about summer school and he's like, but that's only two credits. Mm-hmm. And he kind of balks at it. And then he comes back with his tail between his legs uh, to Hatsulakis mm-hmm. and he's like, well, I've been thinking about summer school. And he was saying, so I guess it was like something like mm-hmm. combining summer school with like some classes at another school maybe. Yeah. Maybe if, if I do everything exactly right, maybe I could come back here. He's like, but I really need someone to give me a chance. Mm-hmm. And Hatsulakis gives them a chance. Yeah, which I appreciated. Um, I don't know what they did. I know that they started to take down the giant pyramid of chairs and 
and tables that they made, but I don't know what they did with um all the uh your books covered in lighter fluid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he like, did cover them with lighter fluid and like, lit the f- the lighter. Yeah, I feel like once you do that, that's done. <laughs> There's not really a lot else. Yeah, you like can and do. no one was like upset. At, no mm-hmm. one was talking about it. Yeah. Do you think? But they didn't know. They wouldn't have known that they did it either. Yeah, right? that's true. And so uh, that's it. I mean, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's what happened. He's going to get a second chance. You never get a second chance to make a first impression men's warehouse, right? <laughs> no, that is men's I think warehouse. so, yeah. Is that Sully or is that Donnie? No, that's like... I think that's Donnie Donovan. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Donnie definitely works for men's warehouse. Donnie. Donnie, my brother Donnie Donovan. He's coming over. He's got a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Yeah, I got a Charlie horse last night in bed in the middle of the Oh, night. I used to get those all the time. I haven't had one in so long. I woke up legitimately screaming. How did Adrian feel about well, that? Well, I, I don't really. I was just like, oh, I wasn't like, ah, like screaming, yeah, but yeah. I was like, oh, 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 oh my God, oh my God. And it still hurts really bad oh, right now. You got to stretch it out. Eat some I've bananas. Been, I did eat. I ate, okay. I ate two bananas today. Okay. The other thing that's good is cherry juice. Oh, really? Yeah, cherry juice is good for muscles. Cherry's Jubilee? Did you say the mm-hmm, ice cream? Mm-hmm. Cherry's Juice Yeah, that's Bully? good for your, for your muscles. Muscles. Um, yeah. I wonder if it's because I'm like not eating any food because I'm a weight watchers. <laughs> that might it. be part of it, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it. That's it. That's I, our show. That's our, well, no, it's not our show. We got to do all the <laughs> That's <shit>. this show. <laughs> we got to do our show. Every um, time you think you're done and then you're like, oh, right. All these fucking things we decided to put at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. That's oh, Rachel, what? I meant to, I've been meaning to, I've been sitting here meaning to ask you this this whole time. Mm-hmm. What was your most valuable outfit <laughs> of this episode of Degrassi, the next generation? Well, it's weird because I really, I didn't see this one that you pointed out about Ellie. Um, until you pointed it's it like out. It's like kind of a corset bondagey type thing. Yeah, it's like a t-shirt with a lot of straps coming off of it, but lacy straps. Um, and there's some like there's some okay outfits, but really like, and I know that this isn't an outfit, but I feel like I have to give a <laughs> I have to give it to Marco's hair. Oh yeah, that's Marco's not an outfit. Marco's hair is but like it's a look. It's most a valuable look. look. L e w k. And they pronounce that Luke. Luke, most valuable Luke. So you're giving it to Marco's. I thought Marco's hair didn't like look that bad. No, but they made such a big deal out of it two episodes ago, and it looks exactly the same as it did. But then. Marco, may, uh, Craig made fun of it again. He was like, "Your yeah, hair is so yeah. big in this video on TV." Yeah, it was really big at the blood drive at the school. I feel like he ran out of product, or he's trying to go for like, "Let me see if I can make my hair curly like Dylan." Dylan is looking less bird-like. I don't know what happened to him. He is not. He's looking mm-hmm. same bird amount. Yeah. He's got going to go get that bird seed out of those kamikaze beakers. <laughs> He's going to peck it out like that bird <laughs> in the water thing. <laughs> Can you imagine him just he pecking can't get at his a nose test in that, tube? He can't get his nose in that test tube. His mouth is so small. He's, such a, He's, He's a not weird, a bad looking guy, He's but it's a weird a looking guy. <laughs> Weird combination of features if you look at them individually. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't all All together together. it works, but like separately it's a little bit odd. Anyway. Degrassi, the next generation, you know, Rach, Mm -hmm. when it was on the N, it had Uh the tagline of it goes there. Oh, yes, I do remember that. So when we watch each show. What's that? Community school. Oh. 
So when we watch each episode of, of Degrassi, The Next Generation, we like to decide how much on a scale of one to 10 does each episode go there? Is it a big time whoa whopper of an episode or is it more of like a 10 and two or is it more of like, uh, you know, not, not much to see here? So Rachel, having said all that, what do mm-hmm. you what how do you rank on a scale of one to ten of it going there? Degrassi mm-hmm. episode four nineteen, Moonlight Desires. So because of um, gay men not being able to donate blood mm-hmm. and the drama around that, yeah, and the open relationship and the lighter fluid, yeah. Um, I gave it a seven, Ooh, wow. which is maybe too high now that I am it's thinking really about this. High. But earlier I was like, oh, I feel like this is I'm going to go down to a six. OK, really, it's the lighter fluid and the breaking into school. Yeah, the lighter but then, fluids really got yeah. you going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they almost burned the school down. Yeah, <laughs> they I mean, didn't. Yeah, but like, they didn't. <laughs> I mean, it's still like more than I think it's more than stealing a car and then returning it back to the lot. I do too. I mean, yeah. obviously that goes without saying for me. I give it a 10 because of this guy that Marco's trying to make out with. Um, uh, Marco. I've got to go downstairs. Mike. Clean my room. He's so lame. <laughs> uh, what did you say? I'm going to say a five. Yeah. It's got like some things that are like, un- I, like, yeah, six like is, shitty. It's, maybe it's a five. And yeah. like bad and like I don't like them. But yeah. like, yeah, it doesn't seem to be like, there's, this seems to be like, had he burned the school down. Yeah, he just has a little thing of lighter fluid. It looks like dish soap, but yeah. If he did burn the school down, that would have been a ten. Oh yeah, for sure. Ten, I mean, that would have been like off the charts. The fact that he lit the lighter very close to yeah, it he does was also gonna like do it. <laughs> make me wonder a little bit. Also, I like how he like didn't. He was just like, "All right, we're doing this." Bye, Jay. Yeah. Like, doesn't like give him really time to think about it. That's a big flame. Mike Lobel's like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, Mike Lobel's like, this guy is crazy. Mike LaBelle, the LaBelle Prize. Oh, yeah, Mike LaBelle. What do you give, what, to what character do you give the LaBelle Prize? <laughs> Is that what we're going to At the end color? of the season, we should give out the LaBelle Prize. Okay, that'll, that'll be in our superlatives, the LaBelle Prize. Don't forget it. <laughs> For like the sleaziest character. <laughs> it's probably going to be Mike LaBelle. I know, it probably will be Mike LaBelle. The LaBelle Prize. And ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this year's LaBelle Pri- Peace Prize, LaBelle Sleaze Prize. <laughs> Hello, Bell's please, price. All right, Pat. So five, five's all around. Yeah, because I lowered my. When <laughs> I lowered it again, you I was said like, seven and like... six. Then. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. When they get in the middle here, I get a little confused about what matters. Yeah, it's really obvious when it's a one or a ten. <laughs> But yeah, when you get yeah, into yeah. the four, five, six, seven range, I'm like, yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah, who cares? Anyway. The broomheads care. The broomheads broom care. Come. They're probably keeping track. They have a chart somewhere. <laughs> Somebody's got a chart. Yeah. All right, pal. So in these, when we do these episodes. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I like how you started doing this longer thing about the ratings. And then yeah, as but I always I say, say pretty much the same thing. I know. <laughs> I like to change it a little bit. I like to keep you on your toes. I know. You know what's coming. I know what's coming. Daisy knows what's coming. Daisy knows what's coming. The broomheads know what's coming. The broomheads know what's coming. Meltor May in his in Mel heaven Tor somewhere. May's I'm assuming knows what's coming. Light desires know what's coming. Lawrence Gowan knows what's coming. Lawrence Gowan knows what's coming. A Marco and the dealing and the spinner. <laughs> They know what's coming too. No, what's a coming? A pizza. 
<laughs> it's pizza time. So in these episodes, we like to select one character who shines and outshines the rest of right, them. like a diamond. For, for each of us. And you know what? They might be like the most featured and they might not be. They might have uh, a great line or a great outfit or uh, a touching moment or they might have like a huge moment of growth. Rachel's really into the to, to great lines. If someone has a great, like Rachel's going to yeah. pick the guy who said kamikaze. <laughs> I wish I didn't, but I do go for great lines. So, so pal, who in this episode was your most valuable Degrassian? Marco Del Rossi for uh, coming to a very mature decision at the end of the episode and realizing that I can't do this. I'm not going to like let this older guy like try to get me to like do something I'm not comfortable with. So I'm out, even though I love the guy and maybe something will happen later on down the road. I'm not going to subject myself to all this fucking bullshit. I'm out. And then he's going to go to Africa. <laughs> fight AIDS. Yeah, he's going to fight AIDS in Africa. So. <laughs> God bless See, him. that worked out for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a, I mean, that's an obvious choice. I know, yeah. I know. Who's yours? <laughs> I went for Craig. Craig. I really liked Craig's appearances in this episode. And when I finished, you liked, I was like, uh, correction, I like... Correction, you liked Craig's appearance Ooh. in this episode. Oh, yeah, I did. She wants to fuck Craig. Um, but, yeah, I liked all the moments with Craig in this episode. I thought yeah, it was very funny. They were great. They were good comic relief. Um, and all of his stuff at the party and everything. And he was being so nice to Marco. Mm -hmm. I probably should have gone with Marco. I don't know why I didn't, but I mean, you love lessons. Marco doesn't really learn a lesson so much as he like learns about himself. Yeah, he does. He takes a mature Mm -hmm. path. Mm -hmm. I usually don't. I, it feels like in a, in, in other worlds, like we would have had the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't pick the kamikaze guy. I actually thought about Craig. Yeah. Because I thought Craig was at one point, like I wrote down, I think Craig is my favorite character just because he's like (laughs) nice. He's nice and fun. I also thought about Jay a little bit because of like Jay's turn at the end of being like, like he was saying the right things to Spinner. That was definitely like the first time I was like, oh, I kind of maybe I can see how we'll get to like this guy. Yeah. He's starting to warm up on us. He's not just a sleaze. That's it. Oh, sleazy Lobo. The Loba, the Lobel Sleeves Prize. Come mm-hmm. here next week or in a couple of weeks to check it out. See how you can f- hear, find out who wins the Lobel Peace Sleaze, Sleaze Prize. Prize. Guys, before we get out of here, once again, it's Etsy.com uh, forward slash shop for, uh, forward slash random ink graphics. I have a favor to ask of the Broomheads. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I asked if we could get up to 50 reviews. We've gotten two more. Oh, we did? So we still need 10. <laughs> We're up to 10 40 more, now. 10 so more reviews. So if you reviews. could go to iTunes, and all you have to do is do the stars. You don't even have to write anything if you don't want to, but I just want to get us up to 50 by the end of this season. Yeah, that's We a only task. have a few more episodes. Listen, so if you haven't had a chance to do that yet, just throw some stars up there. Here, if you haven't had a chance to do it, do that. If you had had a chance to do it, get your mom to do it. Yeah. And if you don't have a mom, God forbid, I'm so sorry. I don't have a dad, so I get it. Have your dad do it. Yeah. And if you don't have either of them. If you have, have a mom that loves Ray Donovan, tell them that Degrassi is just like Ray Donovan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell Just tell them. To, to, to your mom might not know what a podcast is, though. So, you know. Does your mom know what a podcast is? No, she does. My mom knows what a podcast is. So, yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Two more. I got to look at them. I haven't even seen them. Yeah, yeah. We got two more. So yeah, another 10. But we only have a few more episodes left of this season. So 
If we can, send your friends. If we get way. to fifty, what are you gonna do? Nothing. I mean, probably nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. You gotta stop promising it's things. Like hard to have. Sometimes hard to have time to do this, as we always have to skip. This is a labor of love mm-hmm. for, it is, for, for it you is. and I. Um, so it's nice when we get a little bit of that love back. I'm just saying. Yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram at sparklespaz28. Go to sparklespaz28 because we're going to post uh, pictures of these awesome t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Do some Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. The stories. Yeah. You know, check it out. Mm-hmm. And then um, you can find us on Facebook at Deem Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can write us an email at every episode ver at gmail.com. I still got to do that cameo. I know I said I was going to do it like three. I'm going to do that cameo. You can make sure Pat does it tomorrow. All right. Cameo. Broomheads. Guys, you're the best. You're the reason for the season. And the season is all the time. Christmas. <laughs> the Christmas season. It's all the time. We thank you for the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Good night. Thanks, pals. Bye-bye. We love you.